Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dead center of our work week. Now, see, I can tell you what's on tap for my weekend, but you would be jealous, and I kind of feel badly that you will be so green with envy, so maybe I should keep it to myself, right? But if I do tell you the story about the planter's wart that I had removed from my foot and how awful that was and how traumatizing, then maybe I can balance it out by telling you why you should be jealous of my upcoming weekend plans. It's it's a little bit of the good, a little bit of the bad. That's a good balance, a good mix. Which would you rather hear, the good news or the bad news? I, we need the ward story. <laughs> do we? <laughs> yes, yes, I don't think I do. anyone will ever listen to me again after that. It might be the death of after hours. I think it will. I nearly draw died myself, attention. but it might be the death of after hours. I think people will flock to the story. <laughs> I don't think so. It's it's awful, as in awful. But I'll think about it. All right, that's. That's, I'll take that. I'll for now. contemplate it. Send your questions for Ask Amy anything except for the Planters Ward story. <laughs> oh, good. I can, that's a good loophole. Oh, yes. You can find it, find us, find the spot where you send your questions uh, on our show Twitter after hours CBS. I was looking up actually at NFL Network and there's a quote from Jerry Jones that's up on the screen, which is why I was distracted. Uh, You will hear it actually coming up. It's the same thing that we have uh, that we're going to play for you within this segment. Uh, So yes, find us on Twitter after hours CBS or on our Facebook page. You've got a few minutes left, about a half hour now to send your questions for Ask Amy. It's the middle show of the work week. We call it the hump show. Got to get over this hump and downhill toward the weekend. Uh, my weekend could make me fat. That's the only tease that you're getting. That's the hint, Jay. Is that a good hint, do you think? Nah. It's, it's good. It's, yeah. P-H-A-T or F-A-T? <laughs> oh, goodness. I have thought about how I need to do some serious workouts before I take off for my weekend. That's a good tease. That's a good tease? Yeah. All right. I got to do it. I got to do it. A little yard work. I haven't yet run since the half marathon. I usually give myself two to three you, weeks off. You're traumatized. Well, right. But I also do give my my body two to three weeks off before I get back to running. Um, I've thought about working in another half marathon before the wedding just to be sure that the wedding dress looks good. <laughs> anyway, that's a me problem. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to the NHL. Welcome to the Hump Show, middle show of the work week. Yes, send your questions for Ask Amy. And while you're there, we're playing a bit of a word association game through five weeks of the NFL season. And it's it's kind of weird to put it up on social. We did our absolute best. Jay came up with a good way to do it. When I say 
blank, you choose an NFL team, you say what? Right? So if I throw out, when I say the Cowboys, Jay, you say what? Got destroyed last week. All right. The gap is the gap is big. <laughs> it's a large gap, despite what Micah Parsons says. Although I do love Micah Parsons. His podcast is my new favorite. Laugh now, cry later. That's what he said <laughs> about the Niners. And George Kittle with the F Dallas t-shirt. Do you think that uh, they called up the Jets and said, hey, uh, since you're not wearing those F, uh, those uh, effing Mike White or Mike effing White, how, how do they phrase it? Mike effing white. I think Mike effing white yeah. t-shirts. Can we have them and just like cross out the words? <laughs> but the Rams f them picks. Oh, there you go. We borrowed the shirts from the Rams those. and just like use duct tape and <laughs> put Dallas on there instead. Laugh now, cry later. See what I mean? Trust, just trust. Yeah, step aside, Kelsey's. Micah Parsons is my new favorite podcast. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. Who the f*** is that guy? (laughs) I mean, what? If you drop enough F-bombs, then all of a sudden you win Amy back? 855-212-4CBS. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it! Touchdown! Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! And off to Heckler again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone touchdown! Chargers! Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo! Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Yeah, yeah. Taking a deep breath in between weeks five and six. That's crazy. And I'm pretty sure the London series continues again this weekend. The NFL... They are shills for these European games. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Some people have pointed out that already Patrick Mahomes is cruising toward another NFL MVP award, or if it's not his award, Hello, Jared Goff. Well, then he at least has to be in the running. Why? Because other than Travis Kelsey, who does he have around him on the offense? Now, I guess people have forgotten about Isaiah Pacheco. There are other guys that have been with him for at least a year. But it is a roster, at least an offensive roster, that outside of he and Kelsey is not full of stars. I don't know if that adds to his MVP case, but I do know that he has a very high standard. So even as the Chiefs sit at four and one, tied for best record in the AFC with the Miami Dolphins, Mahomes still not satisfied. He wants more explosive, big plays from his dudes. Whenever you do get those opportunities, you have to hit them. Um, And that's something that I tell myself every week. And we haven't hit them at the high enough pace uh, this season so far, but we have historically. So let's just try to continue to work at them um, and practice them. And then when we get those opportunities in the game, let's try to hit them. Maybe he forgot about the third and 18 that 
he and the Chiefs converted last week against the Vikings. Remember, it was a deep chuck to Justin Watson for 33 yards. Let's go! (laughs) 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 Though I have been impressed with the way that they played the ball control game when they need to. Uh, We're going to talk about the Vikings moving forward. It's not good news for them. But yeah, the Chiefs, they're scrapping and they're fighting and they're winning however they can. But still early in the season, you got to admit that even the Chiefs, have yet to settle into a real consistency. As for him and his ankle, so forget Travis Kelsey for a second, people were starting to worry because it looked like Mahomes may have re-tweaked or re-injured his ankle last week. It actually was my ankle. I don't know if you, you remember when you're like high school and someone would frog you? Like someone just, he just <laughs> kneed me right in the side of my calf and it just kind of like sent that shock through my frog leg. You. So it, it's fine. It's just a bruise. But uh, yeah, it wasn't my, everybody thought it was my ankle. It was just, just the old frog right in the side of my leg. <laughs> I'd never heard that term before. Have you? Never in my life. That's why I had to put it in there because I wanted to know if you've heard that before. Frog, not not never. a frog. I certainly have been kneed by basketball teammates in their calves or in other parts of your body and you end up with a bruise when you're all going for the same rebound or a loose ball and you get kneed. It's the worst. Knee bruises are the worst. Someone else's knees, I mean. But I've never heard the whole frog thing before. That's interesting. It's the old frog right in the side of the leg. Speaking of Kermit the Frog here, that's what I think of when I hear his voice. People have made fun of my voice for my entire life. Nah, it's just unique. You always know when it's Patrick Mahomes who's in front of a microphone. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. I would say that a bruise on your calf is a far easier problem to navigate than what the Patriots are dealing with. We said the Chiefs are 4-1, and one, the Pats are 1-4, and four, and there is a lot of heat around Mac Jones, who's now been benched two weeks in a row, though Bill Belichick continues to say it was not just on him. The Right now, the team is a mess. There have been, you know, f- fingers pointed at the offensive line, of course, um, and, and him kind of having happy feet and trigger finger and making poor decisions, which is on him, I and mean, he's playing poorly himself, too. Uh, but also this idea that he's, he's getting zero help from the run game, as in zero. Uh, they've fallen behind in some games, which means it's harder to run the ball. What about the receivers? Who is he throwing to? So th- there are a lot of question marks, but Mac Jones as the QB is the one who has to answer them, and he's still a believer. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you know, just trying to figure out the root cause to each of the issues and um, that's playing better as a team, playing better for me as a quarterback, and uh, you just got to move forward in this league. That's what it is. You, you can't look back. You got to move forward, and I'm not happy with anything nobody is, and um, it starts with me as the quarterback. Patriots taking on the Raiders this weekend, so a reunion with Josh McDaniels. That's Mac Jones on WEEI, our Boston affiliate, and he certainly understands that they have to be able to make in-game adjustments, not just week to week. As a quarterback of the offense, I want to go out there and score on the opening drive, and it's frustrating when that doesn't happen. And like I said, you just want to find the root cause to why it's not happening, and then from there you have to problem solve um, and figure out, hey, what can we do better? What can I do better? Um, obviously, it's been a trend for a few years around here, and um, just has to be an improvement. And uh, that'll really help us get off to a better start in the games. Are you ready for this? 
The Patriots are dead last in the NFL in offense right now. When was the last time they could say that? Dead freaking last. Do you know how many points per game they're scoring? Well, and remember, they just got shut out this past weekend by the Saints on their own field. The week before, three points, if I remember correctly. So it's been a while since they've had a touchdown. But do you know how many points per game they're scoring? Nine. Eleven. Wow. Just barely. It's hard to win when you only score 11 points per game. I can't believe that they're worse than the Giants offense. They're the worst. It's crazy. 32nd in the NFL. Meanwhile, their defense is doing as best it can, uh, but the rushing game is is pitiful. They don't even average 85 rushing yards per game. 80 that's our average 85. So they're it's Forget one-dimensional, it's no-dimensional. The Patriots' offense is no-dimensional. A lot of people asking Bill Belichick because he's benched Mac two weeks in a row. Is there a problem between you and your quarterback? I've had a good relationship with Mac since he's been here. You know, met with him on a regular basis, and um, you know, we have good line of communication. He works hard, and I have a lot of respect for what he does. Bill Belichick with his weekly appearance on the Greg Hill Show on our Boston affiliate WEEI. Tom Brady, of course, being asked about Belichick. And as a future number one analyst for Fox, he's got to be ready to respond to these types of problems and conundrums. And anytime it involves his former team and his former coach, he'll be asked on his Let's Go podcast on Sirius XM NFL Radio. What about how Belichick is handling this tough start to the season? I think the results are are different from what they've been from, but I know that he's still got the same, you know, work ethic. He's got the same coaching style. And, you know, I think the thing that I think as I watch not only the Patriots, but a lot of things, football's a hard sport. You know, it was very different when I was in there because I could control a lot of the outcome. You know, when I'm sitting here watching from afar, you know, I realize, God, there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of things that need to go right in order to have, team success and I was a part of a lot of those teams and you know I didn't take any of those things for granted I needed a great defense I needed a great kicker obviously I needed a great coach I needed great receivers and a great O-line if I was going to be successful as a player I needed all those things and I was fortunate to have a lot of those things over a long period of time the teams that lose they're putting a lot into it the teams that win they're putting a lot into it it's a relentless sport you know and there's nothing is given to you it's all hard losing is hard winning is hard you know, to, to be in it year in and year out is hard. You hear that from any player, but considering it's Tom Brady and his Patriots, along with Bill Belichick, has such sustained success. We're talking about the eight consecutive league championship games. And he, he understands. And, and I think it's interesting, too, to hear him talk about how when I was out there, I could control a lot of the outcomes. I could control and shape the variables because of his experience, because of how well he could read defenses, because of his vision on the field. Now, he's mentioned it more than once, how difficult it is for him to sit back and watch. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, it's definitely hard to win in the AFC North. It's these teams battle each other. We saw a knockdown between the Ravens and the Steelers. The defense in the late stages for the Steelers. The Joey Porter interception of Lamar in the end zone. And then Pickett to Pickens. By the way, if you haven't voted for TD of the week, the poll is still open on Twitter, on Facebook. 41-yard touchdown catch for the lead. And then the defense is able to slam the door. And the Steelers get the win. So through five weeks, Kenny Pickett and his club are three and two. 
From a record standpoint, we're obviously a lot better in where we, you know, atop the division. Um, not, you know, didn't go perfect to get to this point, but, you know, in, in a position that, um, you know, we were able to win some games down the stretch and, and be in a good spot here going into the bye week. So there's definitely positives. There's always negatives that you can work on during the bye week, which we got started on today, which was good. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, obviously just better from a standpoint this year versus last year. Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, as he says, three and two heading into a bye. And guess what? After the bye, Deontay Johnson confirms he will be back. So how will he help? I feel like when, when I get back, Pat, the rest of the guys get back, I feel like things going to be fine. You know, uh, we're going to be able to pick back up the speed uh, just with me being out there specifically, uh, just giving that presence of more route running ability out there, getting open, creating the separation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just being another uh, weapon out there for Kenny and not just take some of the pressure off JGP and the rest of the guys, you know, allows to have them one-on-one -on -one matchups out there. Deontay Johnson hasn't played since week number one. Also mentions Pat, who is Pat Fryermuth. Uh, they were hoping to get the reinforcements back following the bye. I don't know, though. I think this might be too early for me with a bye. Uh, you you kind of want it somewhere in the middle of the season, but you got to take it when it comes. And the Steelers certainly would love to get healthy on both sides of the ball, but offensive side of the ball. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of health, Anthony Richardson has a shoulder injury and his head coach Shane Steichen has to forge ahead without him. He does have an AC injury. Uh, we're still evaluating that right now. Um, he will miss some time. Um, how much time? I don't know that right now. Uh, and that's all I got on that situation. Colts on the road at the Jaguars this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Do you think there's a little extra something, something? Because Gardner Minshew is facing his former team. I don't think so. I think that's about as scintillating as the Jets and Nathaniel Hackett heading into Denver. Anyway, Zach Moss had a breakout game for the Colts this past weekend, right when Jonathan Taylor re-signed and got on the field. I mean, couldn't you just give Zach Moss the money? Do you think he's he's maybe thought about that? You could have thrown some of that money my way. Maybe a little bit. All I need is a couple of opportunities. Anyway, he's got confidence in Gardner Minshew to lead the Colts. Right. Tough to see AR go down with a shoulder uh, injury. It looks like that's our leader in the offensive side of the ball at the quarterback position. A great guy who comes in after him and Gardner. And Gardner's played in this league a long time and has stepped into these moments throughout his career. So it was no it's no surprise to anyone inside this building um, on what Gardner's able to do and how he's able to command offense and it make it seem like you don't miss a beat. That's true. I mean, Minshew has been able to step in. He's definitely prepared. Moss had 23 carries, 165 yards last week, two touchdowns. And even though Titans and Colts, and this is what it just made me crazy, they were two for nine in the red zone combined. So they would get there, but they would settle. And I mentioned that about these teams. And sometimes, you know, when you're talking about younger quarterbacks like uh, with the Colts, Anthony Richardson, though he was gone by then, they don't always capitalize. But, yeah, they, if they could take advantage of some of these opportunities. Now, the Colts did end up winning. The Titans have no excuse because they've got veterans on offense. They're just a mess still. Let's see. Let's quick pivot to the NFC. And did you hear what Debo Samuel had to say about the Cowboys and Micah Parsons? We'll get to that. But he also loves to tout his quarterback, Brock Purdy. And this is from Up and Adams. That boy number 13, man, he's a real deal. It's just his attitude. It's just like his demeanor and like, you know, um, just him as a person. It's just like a lot of energy. 
you know, um, even when he makes mistakes, you you really don't know he makes too many mistakes. But it's just like his preparation and how he be all week long. And when it comes to game time, like ever since he stepped in the hood of the moment, never been too big for him. He's always been the same. We asked the question of Kate Rooney, who joined us from KRON Channel 4 in the Bay Area following Sunday Night Football. How did every team miss out on Brock Purdy? And that includes the Niners. They didn't draft him until after they'd had other picks. I know they had priorities and they thought they had Trey Lance, so they probably weren't looking at quarterback. But they decided not to leave it to chance and let someone else sign him with a free agent deal, and they selected him. But how did every other team pass on this guy? Her answer was interesting, and Brock Purdy has been asked the question multiple times. If you missed that conversation with Kate, it's on our podcast page. Tom Brady, also on Let's Go, Sirius XM NFL Radio, talking about the Niners, the team he grew up idolizing and loving, and their quarterback, Brock Purdy. They're doing a great job. It's just by, and I played them last year, and they got a good team, and they got, you know, I, I played on a lot of great teams over the years, too, and what did we do? We controlled the line of scrimmage. We ran the ball well. We stopped the run. They rushed the passer. They've been playing with leads. And I give Coach Shanahan a lot of credit, too, because he's done a great job. And you don't hear of guys like Brock Purdy until Brock Purdy's doing amazing things out on the field. So it's kind of a fun story. And, and I hope it continues for him because he seems like he's a really humble, you know, young man. And, and he wants to go out there and do great things. The more you kind of have that chip on your shoulder like he does, and there were not quite the expectations. It's nice to go out there and continue to prove people wrong. I like to hear Tom Brady talk about some of the players in today's NFL, but you can tell he's practicing for his spot in the Fox booth <laughs> on Sirius XM NFL. And actually, Zach Moss was also on Sirius XM NFL radio. So your kind of brief truncated version of QB news, because we still have some calm before the week six storm. I can't believe it's week six. When I say fill in the blank, choose an NFL team, you say what? It's uh, our version of word association as we're in between week five and week six. Got a few minutes left to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. Devo Samuel and Micah Parsons with a bit of a war of words over Cowboys and Niners. Jerry Jones weighing in. With the Dak Prescott debate, everybody should find themselves someone who loves them as much as Jerry Jones loves Dak Prescott. And really every quarterback that came before him. I, who was it that he said had one of the strongest arms in the NFL? It was a backup quarterback a couple years ago. It was before you worked with us. Uh, Brandon Whedon. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember of course. when he was like, Brandon Whedon has one of the strongest arms in the NFL. Oh, my gosh. He does love his quarterbacks. But he really does love Dak. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Again, send your questions for Ask Amy coming up in 20 minutes here on the show to After Hours CBS or our Facebook page. Boom, baby. It's CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After Hours Podcast. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, F Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Micah Parsons. On the Micah Parsons pod, I think it's on Bleacher Report, one of my faves. He comes out every Monday with his podcast, and he's open and authentic and honest about how the Cowboys played that week and what they're dealing with. Trayvon Diggs, the loss of him a couple weeks ago, and I really enjoy hearing what he has to say, not to mention watching the man motor all over a football field. Well, Debo Samuel, who's a Niners wide receiver, was on the show Up and Adams with Kay Adams. You may remember her. She used to do uh, Good Morning Football on NFL Network and now does – she uh, is it YouTube? I, I'm going to have to – I'm not exactly sure what the outlet is. I'll go look. Um, but she's obviously very popular, gets a lot of incredible guests. Fan Duel TV, I apologize for that. Sorry. Can't keep up with all the outlets, but I should have said – I should have looked before I said that. So up at Adams with Kay Adams, she had Debo on her show Tuesday, and he was responding to Micah Parsons saying, laugh now, cry later. It was already personal before the game started. Now, um, 42 to 10, I don't think you like want to see us again. It might be a little bit worse. Micah, Debo, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I don't know what we, we trust. We trust, you know, laugh now, cry later. I mean, I don't think you want to see us again. <laughs> Ooh. I love it. A little bit of a cat fight between the Niners and the the Cowboys. That's good stuff. More 42 to 10. I don't think you like want to see us again. Laugh now, cry later. He actually spits Micah's words back out. You're going to laugh now, cry later. I don't think you want to trust. I don't no, think you want to Laugh now, cry later. I mean, I don't think you want to see us again. <laughs> That's good stuff. Please, I want to see it again. 
I know that it wouldn't be as good if they were in the same division because it would take on a completely different lifeblood, but who bring it? They played in the postseason last year, the divisional round. That was in the Bay Area. Now regular season. You can imagine the NFL will just <clears throat> randomly schedule these two teams to play each other moving forward. Be like a rivalry in college football that we get once a year. <laughs> Random, of course. Random, of course. Yeah, so Debo Samuel responding. Now, Jerry Jones, he always does his weekly appearance Tuesdays on our Dallas affiliate, 105.3 The Fan with Sean and RJ. And he was talking about how he doesn't think the gap between the two teams is nearly as big as what it appeared to be. It appeared to be a chasm, let's be fair, uh, between the two teams on Sunday night. The Cowboys had one really strong drive. That was it. Uh, The three interceptions in the second half on three consecutive drives by Dak Prescott. Even if the Cowboys were never going to come back, that squashed, I mean, that demoralized the offense. And it wasn't, it's never as simple as Dak's playing like crap. I mean, that's just dumb. That's, no team sport is that simple. But there are times when I watch Dak play right now, and it almost feels as though he's second-guessing, hesitant. Is there a, a, a hit to his confidence right now? Is he unsure because it's a new offense, it's a new voice? I don't know. I mean, the offense isn't that different, of course. It's still built around him. It's just Mike McCarthy calling the plays. and I'm not sure if this is throwing him for a loop. It's not Kellen Moore. There are times when he looks as, as though he's a much younger QB. Right, so I have this saying. I mean, it's it's accurate. Rookies giveth and they take it away. Rookie quarterbacks giveth and they take it away. Well, in the case of Dak, that's kind of how I feel right now. There are times when it's bonehead rookie type mistakes, and so yes, there's plenty of blame to go around, but Dak certainly does have to absorb some of that as the leader of the offense. However, it has not shaken the faith of one Jerry Jones. Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl. That's the way that's going to be. We have uh, other quarterbacks on that roster and uh, players that uh, certainly if something should happen to Dak. But I want to be real clear, Dak's very capable of making this team be where we want it to go. See, that's the thing. I agree, not so much about the Super Bowl. I don't do predictions. I have no idea. But I do agree that that Dak, almost said Zach, don't ask me why. Dak can be a top flight elite quarterback. I think he has all the physical tools. He's obviously a great leader. We know that locker room follows him. And it can be so frustrating sometimes because I don't know what he's seeing. I can't figure out what he's doing. He can make the most brilliant throws. He can chuck a ball into a tight window. He seems at times to have good rapport with his receivers. And I understand why Jerry Jones believes in him. Again, on our Dallas affiliate. Oh, what was that word? Our affiliate. Our Dallas. Sound like I was in slow-mo. Our Dallas affiliate. I don't just want to say AF at the beginning because that's taken on a whole new meaning. Oh, 105.3 The Fan with Sean and RJ. I, I agree with what he's saying in concept. And I, like I said, I do believe that when Dak is playing his best, he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It's just that we don't see that on a consistent basis. 
Second most lopsided defeat under Mike McCarthy. Well, actually, his his entire coaching tenure in the NFL. Worst loss with Dak Prescott as the starter. And this is the one against the Niners. The Cowboys off until Monday, and they play the Chargers. Now, the Chargers don't have the same defense, that's putting it mildly, as do the San Francisco 49ers. And the Cowboys generally play well after a loss. And that's kind of the frustrating part, I know, for a lot of Cowboys fans, is they get excited, and then they feel like they get dropped on their head. Same thing with the Arizona Cardinals. Where the Cardinals score, now it's right after they lost Trayvon Diggs. There's a lot going on. But they allow the Cardinals to score on all five possessions of the first half. It's hard to stomach, I can imagine, if you're a Cowboys fan. It's frustrating for me because I feel like I can never really get a bead on what this team is about. They beat teams that are worse than them. When are we going to see them beat teams that are better, and the Cardinals are generally not better than they are. But they still don't seem to have the ability on a regular basis to hang with the teams that are the best in their conference or the best in the league. Uh, Like I said, I'm not even a Cowboys fan, and I'm frustrated. I just want them to to be who they are. Remember C.D. Lamb this past weekend was asked, what's your identity? And his response was, I don't know. And that's a tough place to be. Now five weeks in, going into game number six, you need a bleeping identity. And the part that it, the part that I'm sure is frustrating for a lot of people, Dak Prescott should be one of the ways that you set your identity. He's a strong personality. As I say, they all follow him. He's a leader. I know they're dealing with some injuries, but every team is. Leighton Vanderesh, the latest one, which is a tough one. What is your identity? Well, it's high time you figure it out. If something should happen to Dak. <laughs> like what? It's very cryptic. It's very cryptic. Like he gets lost on a desert island. He. I think Jerry's plotting something. Gets teleported to a different time zone, different time era. I mean, they are, they're doing well in terms of their run game. I do think the offensive line is still pretty good. Tony Pollard, they clearly made the right decision with him versus Ezekiel Elliott. The defense is top 10 in points against and yards and la la. And they took a hit, obviously, because of what happened against the Niners. But when it comes to passing yards, we're not seeing that. I don't know if you all remember. It was a Clarence Hill that we had on the show going back to the beginning preseason and asked him about the Cowboys. Either Clarence or Calvin Watkins. So was talking to him about the receivers and he assured me that the receiving crew, the receiving core is no longer a question mark. It's as good as it's been. I mean, there are some guys who we know can haul in the receptions, and they can make plays. But there's there's a disconnect there. And, and they've not been as good as advertised, at least not yet. No one on the Cowboys, and that includes CeeDee Lamb, 
none of the receivers on the Cowboys roster has caught more than a single touchdown at this point. So who's your number one? I mean, theoretically, it should be CD, right? I guess he he does lead the team in yards, or leads the receiving core in yards. All right, on Twitter, A Law Radio, our, our, our Facebook page too. Ask Amy anything is straight ahead. Here's our latest sports update. You are listening to the After Hours. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. I talked too long before the break, before the update, so I can't beat around the bush. Just got to get right to it. Thank you for your questions for Ask Amy. If you don't hear your question... We'll go back and read on social because I do answer a bunch of questions after the fact on Wednesday. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio with Jay. All right, let's start right here. This one comes from Doc. He wants to know, if you were to adopt a pet that it was not a dog or a cat, (gasps) what would it be? A turtle, a turtle, a turtle. (laughs) I had a turtle when I lived in Oklahoma, so now 20 years ago, named Travis. Really funny, he wrapped himself up in a blanket and for four months didn't move. He hibernated in his, I mean, it was a plastic tub that I put him in, inside a blanket and did not come out for four months. It's crazy. He just, he was in there. I, ca- I would unwrap the blanket because I was worried that he was dead. Nope. Just hibernating. Hanging it's, out. Yeah. He was just, you know, they're cold-blooded, so their their circulation really slows down. Their heart rate really slows down with animals that hibernate in the 
well, reptiles that hibernate in the winter, and so he he didn't come out for four months. If I could Ex- crawl away for four months, I probably would. <laughs> Wrapped up in his towel, never moved, unless so- I made him come out, and then he just looked at me. <laughs> All right. David wants to know, have you, or asks, have you ever had to change a tire? I have, actually. I've changed a tire. Uh, the thing is, I don't carry, well, I do have the jack, so I could put it up on uh, the jack on the side of the road. Uh, but I, I, so I do think I have a jack. It's a small one in my car, kind of one of those emergency ones. But I don't feel safe on a highway now. I would do it in my own driveway. That wouldn't be an issue at all. But to do it on a highway when cars are flying by you, cars in semis at 75, 80 miles per hour, no way. Now I call AAA. So I would do it safely in my own driveway or in my neighborhood, but I would never do it out on the road. Rich wants to know, have you ever won a prize at a fair? Like a stuffed animal? I guess like a stuffed animal yes, or a goldfish. Of course. A goldfish for sure. The ring toss. The ring toss at the fair. That was when I was a kid. We would carry our goldfish around the fair like we were the proudest people on the planet. I, or throwing yeah. something. You know, throwing something and knocking down. Mm-hmm. The, the milk I, cartons or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Something like that. Me and my friends used to go and spend money and probably like $20, $30 to get a fish. Probably could have bought like 40 fish at the pet <laughs> store for that money, but it's not the same. No, you got to win it. <laughs> got to be in it to win it. Uh, this one comes from Cheryl, a little related. She wants to know, what's your favorite carnival ride? Well, I do love the Ferris wheels, but my favorite carnival ride, the carnies, if you will, are is it's now it changed when I was younger. Uh, I love the swings when I was a kid, yes. where you're flying out, Best. right, and your legs are like like dangling, except that they're out to the side because of the centrifugal force. Anyway, my favorite one now is the one where you sit. So you, there's a big pole, and you everybody sits with their backs to the pole in this. Uh, there's probably like 12 of you or whatever, maybe uh, four sections, and they slowly, slowly, slowly crank you up to the top of this pole, mm-hmm. and then you pause at the top mm-hmm. of the pole, your feet are dangling down, you don't know when they're going to drop you. Sometimes they do like a quick drop and then stop, they slam on the brakes again, and then they drop you. That's it, you're just waiting, you're up there, your your heart is in your throat. I can, like, feel it in yeah, my exactly. Right now. You are waiting for them to drop you, so it's a free fall of some sort, but man, do I love that. Oh, now I want to go on a carnival ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to some food here. Mike wants to know, what's your favorite kind of taco? Oh, soft taco, baby. I really love tacos, and here's how I build my tacos. Soft taco shell. I warm it up for 20 seconds in the microwave. I put in, for me, whether it's ground beef, whether it's ground turkey, doesn't matter. Uh, it has to have bell pepper, onion, and mushroom usually cooked in with the meat. Mm. Then I put, I spread sour cream on the soft taco shell. I put the meat down so it kind of makes the sour cream warm. Then I put, if I have an avocado, I cut that up. Otherwise, I put salsa and mozzarella cheese on top. Yes. I'm a mozz, I'm a mozz girl. And then I wrap it all up and it's delicious. And I eat probably three of them in a setting, in a sitting, in a setting, in a setting. Mm. <laughs> And now I want tacos. Yes. Uh, Let's keep it food here. Brian wants to know, what's your favorite breakfast meal? Oh, eggs. While we're talking about burritos, I also make egg burritos. Uh, So I love eggs. Well, eggs are my favorite and the healthiest. I love pancakes, though. I could eat pancakes like they were going out of style. It's just that they obviously sit differently in your stomach. So I do not make pancakes before I go to bed. But I love pancakes. My favorite are the Kodiak brand. The cinnamon oat pancakes are so delicious with pure New Hampshire maple syrup. Ask me again. Pure New Hampshire maple syrup. What kind of syrup? 
Pure New Hampshire maple syrup. Uh, last one in food. More said, oh, he asks you, New York, Chicago, or Detroit-style pizza? Thin crust, New York. All right. Let's see. The, the less crust, the more pizza you eat. All right, I'm going to ask this one. Okay. I wasn't sure. But since we're talking food and we're talking about veggies before, this one comes from a Sandy. Uh-oh. <laughs> and she asks, is Bob... A meat and potatoes guy since he's from Texas, or is he open to veggies and variety? Well, he does like meat and potatoes. Thanks for asking about Bob. I hadn't talked about him all night. But I will tell you, he loves things like Thai food and Italian and tacos. When he was visiting last weekend or two weeks ago, we did a taco night. Uh, and so that was fun. He'll pretty much eat anything that I put in front of him and try it. He may not like it all, but no, he's not strictly meat and potatoes. It's actually really healthy. Uh, he's, over the past couple years of his life, gotten a lot healthier, so he eats a ton of veggies. I make gigantic salads with all kinds of veggies and tuna, and we had one of those. So, yeah, he's he's real healthy. He has to try to keep up with me for the rest of his life. So, <laughs> you know it's true. Last one in food before rapid fire. Uh, pretty simple. Jim wants to know, do you like oatmeal raisin cookies? I don't like raisins. I like anything with oatmeal, anything with oatmeal. I'm a huge oatmeal fan. I make oatmeal butterscotch, oatmeal chocolate chip. I make all kinds of oatmeal cookies. Um, I make an oatmeal apricot bar. bars yeah. that are delicious, but I do not like raisins. Yeah, raisins are nasty. Uh, what <laughs> rapid fire? Pontoon or speedboat? Speedboat. Postcard or souvenir? Postcard. Peanuts or Cracker well, Jacks? photo. Mm. Uh, peanuts. Pepper or salt? Salt. Waltz or salsa? <laughs> salsa the food? The food. Uh, <laughs> no, waltz. I'll go waltz. Coffee cup or thermos? Thermos. Aquarium or aviary? Aquarium, aquarium, Ooh. aquarium. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.